0: You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not call on yours, Jedi. The Empire is coming to town. We have a Death Star. We've tested it twice.
1: Tracking down rebels and ending their lives.
0: The Empire is coming to town. I have a very bad feeling about this. (laughs) It's kind of gross.
1: Hey everyone and welcome to this special episode of the It's Canon podcast. It is the official kickoff of the holiday season. Happy Thanksgiving to our American friends. As always, we are your hosts. I am Boris, and this week, today on this special, I'm joined by Phil.
2: Hello. How are you doing?
1: And Tyler. That song messed me up real good, son. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot to mute you guys, so I was just hoping that you wouldn't laugh. I I
0: saw that it was picking stuff up, and I was just like...
1: Yeah. All right, guys. Well,
2: hey, Rogue One's trending on Twitter today. So,
1: there you go. There you go. Well, like I mentioned, it is the kickoff to the holiday season. And what better time? What better time of year? What better day to review the LEGO Star Wars holiday special? That's what we're going to do today, guys.
0: Yeah, I didn't see many reviews out
1: there earlier today. i know there's a few coming exactly all right it's been out for about 10 days or so as of today but uh yeah um i think we're gonna dive well before we dive right into it i did want to talk about a little something something um and it's something that phil brought up and so phil i'll let you talk about it you did talk about it on the news on sunday but it was cut off thanks to our technical issues. And that was how people should be a little cautious when purchasing PlayStation 5 systems.
2: Ah, yes, here in Ontario, Canada, Toronto has actually issued a warning for people doing these sales for the PS5, saying that basically there's a lot of, of aggressive behavior happening where people are showing up with the consoles. And either the consoles are being stolen or there's weapons involved, intimidation tactics and and things like that. So we're encouraging all people that, you know, along with the Toronto police, that if you're going to do one of these exchanges and you're going to, you know, go out and buy one of these things secondhand from a scalper or somebody who's got extra consoles, you probably want to do it in a police parking lot or someplace that's very secure not in an abandoned parking lot or behind a building or some such other place that seemed to be suggested by these creepy individuals that are performing the sales. So, uh, yeah, I, I found that that was quite disconcerting (laughs) that this kind of behavior is going on. I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but what do you guys think of all that? I mean,
0: at the time of recording, Black Friday is tomorrow and, honestly walmart is supposed to be getting a restock i would not be surprised if there's a news thing tomorrow about someone getting stabbed over something or other people are crazy this year
1: yeah i yeah. sadly agree with you um not sadly agree with you but sadly comma. I agree with you Um, that, uh, yeah, this year people are a little nuts. Uh, You know, there's a lot of news stories here in the GTA about just uh, some stupidity that uh, people are doing. So at this point, nothing would really surprise me uh, when it comes to people.
2: It's really like putting it in the corner for me that I'm going to get my PS5 from a store. (laughs) Like I even saw stuff this week where Amazon guys were switching out the PS5s on delivery in the truck with bags of rice and things like that. And stealing the PS fives to put on sale through an acquaintance or whatever, because these things are selling for upwards of $2,000 on eBay quite regularly. Yeah. Yeah. it's crazy. It's absolutely nuts, but be safe out there. People like, come on, use your common sense. Um, the police were perfectly fine with the the parking lot meets as well, so you know leverage that. <laughs> the
0: cops yeah. aren't going to give you a hassle. T- Toronto has a number of safe exchange spots, doesn't
1: it? Yep, it does. It's one of those places. <clears throat> that does. I I
0: mean, to me, that's just a that's just a uh, like a low hanging fruit of like. Well, obviously, you meet somewhere safe, and if someone refuses, like that's a red flag on the play. Yep, I agree.
2: Yeah. But it's, I guess people are really desperate right now because their kids want the, the the device or they do whatever Mm -hmm. the driver is. And it kind of, you know, you get so excited about the prospect of obtaining one of these. Like, I got to say, like, even last night I was reviewing what we're going to review today. I was watching a little bit of the Star Wars thing and I looked Mm -hmm. at my friends list on, on PlayStation and I actually got a little bit envious of seeing the little PlayStation five logo yeah. on how many of my friends already have it. And mm-hmm. I know it's a subtle little thing, but I actually felt a tinge of sadness. Like, oh, I wish Damn. I had that too, but at the same rate, I am able to play miles Morales. I'm able to enjoy all these games. Like I, I, I will correct something else. The last news episode, because I seem to gleefully rejoice in the idea that I had FIFA 21 for free, but all FIFA 21 was giving me was what I already had 10 hour free trial.
0: Ah. Oh. uh,
2: So I'm like, no, so I have to buy it. So I'm going to be purchasing it on my PlayStation for the 40 some odd dollars that is both PS5 and PS4 compatible. Yep. So I'm going to get best of both both worlds and I'm going to get it at the price point that I'm okay with at $40. So I apologize to any listeners out there because I did not mean to mislead you. I just saw a snippet on my phone and it seemed to indicate that it was free, but ultimate Game Pass members get a free trial of 10 hours, which is normally what they'd give with EA Play.
1: I'm unapologing so. to listeners. Look at that. That's creative.
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> I just, I was like so swammy about it. I was like,
0: and I'm going to get it for free.
2: Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I'm like, well, I shouldn't have, shouldn't have been so boastful. I, I didn't <laughs> get it for free.
0: <laughs> Look, the Lego Star Wars special has touched Phil and his heart grew three sizes that day. Yep. Yep.
2: Or it might just be the movie's, you know, you know cock smoker chicken sandwich.
1: All right. Well, that was that. Um, so, without further ado, I think it's we're gonna jump into the Star Wars, the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. I don't know why I can pronounce every Mandalorian episode properly, but this always trips me up. So, we are reviewing the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. All right. So, before we get into it deep. Um, cause there was a lot of, I guess, nostalgia here. Uh, what, so what did you guys think? I guess we're going to start with you, Tyler.
0: I mean, I was not aware that you could just straight up weaponize nostalgia in this manner. And that you could just be this blatant of like, oh yeah, no, 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 no. We're just, we are trying to steal your personhood, uh, via nostalgia and you will forget all bonds and you will slip slowly beneath the surface into never-ending nostalgia. It doesn't even make sense, but that's fine, because all you need is Star Wars. Bill?
2: Yeah, I kind of agree. This one, I, I normally watch these LEGO episodes, and they do their own thing, and then they have these little callbacks that I giggle relentlessly over for, a period of time because of what it actually referenced. <laughs> this show I found was a little bit hit or miss on the humor front. I don't know. Maybe it's the new characters. Maybe it's just the reembracement of life day after the debacle that was the original Christmas special. So it kind of <laughs> felt challenged on some of the pacing points for me, yep. but overall it was this, let's just smash everything together and yep. see what happens. And that's what it, it ultimately, like, it was fun to watch, but it also, I was really uncomfortable in spots.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you were uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, did, I, it, did it touch you it in, wasn't your, funny. in your special
2: spot? No. No, it just wasn't funny for me. Yeah. Whereas normally I look at this and I go, okay, it's going to be a barrel of laughs. And for for me, all the funny bits were in the, the teaser preview.
0: So. Yeah. I, I just want to get a point of clarification because I don't see I haven't seen as many of uh, the Lego movies uh uh like the the, the non-top tier ones, the non-theatrical release ones. So are you generally finding them to be, you know, like barrel laughs type of stuff? Well,
2: yeah, like like they have like the Yoda Chronicles and they have these little jokes with Lando Calrissian having a, a dance like a, a disco and the Millennium Falcon and stuff. And it kind of reinforces the Lando character in real Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So you get a laugh out of it because you go, Oh yeah, that is Lando. You know what I mean? Okay. And, but it's completely fictional and non-canon and fun at the same time. So I could sit I could see a dad sitting there with a kid mm-hmm. and the kid enjoying it for its absurdity mm-hmm. and the Lego. And the dad laughing Because it just referenced a deep cut of Star
1: Wars. Yep. Okay.
2: Like, it's got that duality to it. And as the kid grows up and and gets to know the characters, the kid's going to see these specials or this type of humor in a different way. Okay. So, it's not heavy. It's not ever, ever intended to be, you know, something like the Freemaker Chronicles and things like that. They were almost a little more... Lending to canon in some aspects, it's arguable mm-hmm. there are points that are canon in it, but they still venture and they still have the kid friendly absurdity to it. Sure, yep, right? It's aimed at a totally different audience than us,
1: yeah. This one seems so, still fun, th- yeah. This one seemed very in your face, kid kid for the most part. There was a lot of nostalgia, and you know, I would say that about half was very um not very half of it was enjoyable the other half started uh the second half felt a little dragging um but overall you know it wasn't too long luckily and uh you know it, it, it was what it was it wasn't anything too um serious but I do think that you brought up a great point Phil in regards to some of the new characters I think that um I've realized one thing And that's that I just really don't care too much about the sequel, prequel, thick characters. Yeah.
2: And, you know, like, right off the bat, we're talking about Finn being trained to be a Jedi by Rey. Yep. And they're using the text that she rescued in The Last Jedi. However, where this gets a little bit weird automatically for a canon fan... Is the reason why Ray or Ray is training Finn is because, in the novelization of the Rise of Skywalker, they allude to uh, Finn having force powers.
0: Yeah. They 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 allude to it even in the um oh did they the the actual thing it's very subtle yeah it's not directly said right it's definitely like oh maybe. I'll never tell. Yeah, It was um, it was
2: apparently a little more explored in the novelization.
0: Oh, 100%. That stuff always So is.
2: that's where most of my understanding of that, you know, idea came from. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, to, to automatically go into this and yep. make that assumption is a huge, like, canonized. Because right away, I'm like, jarred by... Oh so I guess they're going all in on this thing with Finn like like about the Jedi path. Yep. And-
1: <laughs> oh, exactly.
2: Oh, all this, right. And I'm so like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. So, all right. So we're going to start with the prologue essentially the begin uh the film begins with Yoda. Establishing that the First Order and the Sith were no more Um, Peace has spread across the galaxy with freedom I'm using that in air quotes even though you guys can't see Uh, Has been restored Life Day could once again be celebrated Yoda explains that Life Day is a holiday of friendship, family and connection Um, Then we get into the actual story uh, where Yoda explains that Rey Skywalker and her friends had traveled to Kashyyyk to celebrate with Chewbacca and his family. Um, However, he adds that the celebration would have to wait for Rey and Finn. Alright, so I guess the first question I have is, is this in canon? Well, I mean,
0: (laughs) yes and no at once. Yes, exactly.
1: It's Bill.
2: a hearty no for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: All right. We are going to move on a little bit right now. So, aboard the Millennium Falcon on the planet of Kashyyyk, Finn is training uh, with the Marksman H training remote while wielding Ray's yellow lightsaber. Uh, Finn is essentially struggling here. Ray tells him to relax and to concentrate. Um, Finn is ultimately being distracted by Porgs Rey places a hood on his head She tells Finn to be mindful of his surroundings And asks if he can feel uh, the remote However, the remote uh, stings Finn in the backside When Finn expresses frustration Ray reassures Finn that the force is strong with him um, So this is a pretty much a back and forth with the marksman H remote um, couple funny things here, but overall, a frustrated Finn asks if she is sure that he is meant to become a Jedi. Ray tells him to hand her the lightsaber and explains that the Jedi text says that when we go down the wrong path, we must take another. Uh, she hands Finn a wooden lightsaber. Finn uh, pairs with the newly repaired training remote, but it seems, uh, but its sets is wooden blade. Light Ray wonders what she is doing wrong. Anything to uh, that analyze there, Phil?
2: Oh God, no!
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
2: honestly, yep. I, he got a sliver. Like, uh, like I, I was struggling for comedy at this point. I
0: mean, honestly. this is all just like very much young kids' humor. Yep,
2: yeah. Exactly. My biggest, my biggest issue was was exactly what we brought up earlier. In that, I was just really surprised that we're doing Jedi training with yep. Finn. Exactly. I I think that really spun my mind where I'm like, really, we're doing this? Yeah. You know, it it just, the the Wookiee thing was natural. The Wookiee thing carries on the tradition from the original Christmas special, right? Because it's a a life day thing on Kashyyyk, which is where they are. So I kind of got that and I was more so looking forward to that. And then here we just have more Porg humor. Yep. Right. And I'm just like, either kill the, gosh darn porgs or don't like like pick a side and obviously they weren't going to. They were gonna pick the side I didn't want them to do. I wanted skewered porgs. Yeah. So I'm I'm kinda of dark on this episode, but I'm like skewered I wanted,
0: porgs or bust the film. Yeah, story. I, I
2: wanted like like Chewbacca to be sitting there arguing with his family while his family just devoured these things. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ like that that would have been thanksgiving for me cuz you would have had a family fight <laughs> you would have had, like all the elements of thanksgiving good
0: food Feels family like, fight uh, that would have been back home
1: yeah
2: yeah yep yeah.
1: like, <laughs> all right we're going to move on I know on.
2: it's dark I have a really dark take on this yep yeah.
1: and that's one of the reasons why I love uh, the fact that we are reviewing this because I want to hear the dark side uh, I want you to embrace the anger Anakin all right all right. So at this point, they're interrupted by Poe, who tells them that they got life day party to set up. Uh, Poe's followed by Rose, uh, C-3PO, R2, and Chewbacca. Poe mentions that Chewbacca's family is coming, and that Wookiees like ripping arms off of things and p- to party. He assigns Finn to do the decorating and asks Rey if she could help to roast um, the Tippiup. Rey murmurs in an agreement before walking away, uh, frustrated with herself with her teaching. Um, Rey goes. Is below deck to her personal Jedi library flipping through the books Rey is frustrated that she can't train Finn despite following every possible teaching um, Poe tells Ro and Chebacca that they have to prepare for Chibaka's or yeah for Chebacca's dinner uh, they come with uh, brown Jedi book and reads rey comes with the brown jedi book and reads a passage telling her to visit the temple on kordoku on life day where a key to the galaxy's past will help make a jedi's future clear uh, bb8 beeps while rose realizes um uh, shit's going on basically uh so at this point rey agrees that she must and go to Korduku in order to help them with Finn's training. Finn thinks that Rey, as a Jedi Master, should take a break. Um. So essentially at this point, she does end up going to uh, Korduku. Um, and then there's a lot of back and forth with the planning of their life day ceremony. Anything there that you want to talk about, Tyler?
0: Yeah. Uh, did anyone else think that they were... Co- they were coding uh, uh, oh my god what's his name oh my god not Finn Poe did anyone else think they were coding Poe pretty gay which I'm here for I I was disappointed they were too cowardly and they're now like maybe they were gay Hmm?" Mm -hmm. which is just like uh, just own it if you're gonna do it
1: the, right. the half-assed, halfway-there approach is very weird throughout the movies, but it seemed like they embraced this for the special. Bill, anything there? I,
0: yeah, I am I mean, my, my thing would be very much that, like, they, they kind of owned it, except really what they did was they, uh, you know, they were able to do it in a non-canonical thing that doesn't really count, and then just like, oh, we can just do whatever we want, and that's fine. It's like, okay cool
2: I didn't see that but I'm okay with it that's cool I I (laughs) thought that it was just dumb slapstick page turners Mm -hmm. these are not you know like I'm just like I just don't know why she's going to these books because she knows the books are crap I don't know why she's trying to train Finn in such a standard way when her training wasn't standard at all
0: well yeah I mean three rules
2: three rules that's all Luke told her Three rules, but she can walk around. I mean, say, very much, she... Skywalker.
0: <laughs> look, look, this very much smacks to me of the the rise of Skywalker uh, uh, recapitulation of like, nope, none of that counts. Undo, Control Z. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Uh, I've got, I've got like a really big complaint about this episode, but I know Boris hasn't gotten there yet, and yep. the show hasn't gotten there. Yeah. So I'm sitting we'll on there. something because I, I got angry Phil inside. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's oh, what I'm, okay. I'm loving it. Embrace it. Love it. Enjoy it. Let it take over. Um, all right. So Ray prepares it to part on her T-65 X-Wing. Uh, Finn pleads with her not to leave, saying that he knows he can become a Jedi. Ray says she has to go for his sake. Ray travels to the planet Korduku with BB-8, but has trouble finding the temple amidst the colored cloud. Um, Ray finds that the X Wing is flying towards a mountain and tells BB 8 to pull up. Nearly escaping a collision, she finds that the temple is within the mountain with three peaks. The snow capped mountain is surrounded by snow and snowy forest. Ray lands her X Wing and approaches the entrance to the temple, a uh, narrow way through rock. above the aurora borealis glows over the mountain temple Ray is impressed by the architecture BB-8 follows but is covered by snow Ray brushes aside the snow covering a circular doorway and uses the force to summon blue green crystal which he believes to be the key to the galaxy's past but wonders what it actually opens alright so we're about to go into our uh, journey through time Um, so before we do that Do you want uh, anything to say, Phil?
2: Uh, You know what? It's all pretty straightforward. I I found that this was mostly just filler. Yep. Um, Well, yeah,
0: this was just getting to the bit they wanted to do. Yeah,
2: because we're going to go into the world between worlds, except including time. Yep. Which the world between worlds kind of included that anyway. And it's interesting because this could potentially, the emperor was aware of the world between worlds. By this yep. point, because we pick up the Emperor in return of the Jedi, and he found out about it during Rebels. Yeah, right. And that's that's how we have like, and we may all want to sit here and say that it's not important to Star Wars because it was never really referenced again. That's how we have Ahsoka. That's true. Back in Star Wars, unfortunately, it's a part of canon. Uh, it's a big part, yep. and I did enjoy its interpretation and its funness. In it's unveiling, but yeah, everything up to that point was just kind of like, it's all just really convenient. You know what I mean? Like these temples are really difficult to uh, find, identify and activate yep. in regular rebels. These are really difficult things. Yep. Like entire oh, yeah. seasons of that show are built around these types of events. And in this one, it's like, Oh look! This book happens to fall off the shelf to the page, telling me today's the exact day that I have to go to this temple at this exact hour.
0: Well, yeah, this, this key. is yeah, this is very much like a Christmas story. All yeah, caps. Yeah, and it's fun.
2: Like, yeah. yay! It's cute. It's fun. Kids are, you know, yeah, yep, dancing exactly. in the streets, yep. opening um, <laughs> fire hydrants, and just like playing in the water.
1: I love it. I absolutely love Angry Phil. We need to cover more shitty things in the future all right so as i just
2: hate being the buzz joy on a kid's show
1: <laughs> the no, buzz joy i'm loving every you, second sorry of the kill
2: joy on a, on a kid's show like
1: yeah nah <laughs> fuck children <laughs> all right so as ray holds the artifact and <laughs> that's your on. quote
2: you're owning that one
1: <laughs> As she- <laughs> uh, i'm gonna edit this that one for is just like power through as Power she holds you. the artifact and ponders about what it unlocks, the door begins revolving, opening a portal through space and time. When Ray puts down the crystal, the door closes. Ray turns the crystal, reopening the portal into a Force gateway. Uh, Ray is then sucked in the Force gateway and lands in the swamps of Dagobah. There, she witnesses a younger Luke Skywalker training under Yoda's tutelage while R two watches. Anything waiting
0: yeah this all happens yeah we've, we've set up time travel whatever
1: yep all right so Wait, a lot more stuff happens on dagobah. There, no, go ahead phil
2: yeah they're in the, sorry they're in the x-wing is that is that where we open up is it in the x-wing uh no just that, no sorry on dagobah. It's on dagobah Yep. oh yeah yeah that's right she sees them, yeah with the with the stupid yeah Yep. Do or do not. There is no try.
0: Why are you mad about that? That's classic.
2: It is classic. You know what's classic when Jim Zub writes about it. Fair. All right, that was classic because it actually matriculated and weaved in what's going through Yoda's mind and what's actually happening on screen. I did not expect that to be so succinct.
1: Oh man, I'm loving
2: this. All right, and then I juxtapose it with this. Okay, I'm like, okay. This is a bit odd. It's kind of cool, though, because it, it's like, honestly, cynical brain was taking over at this point going, which freaking sets are we trying to sell?
0: Oh, 100%, right? Like, this is, I mean, but, again, yeah, this is exactly. just an ad. Yeah, it, it, it
2: really is, because I'm super hyper aware of the catalog that's in action right now. And the catalog mm-hmm. we're transitioning to in January. Mm-hmm. All right. And when the dead ends nom, are happening, nom, on nom, these nom, sets. Nom, nom, nom.
0: and they're, they're a boss set. Yeah, look, <laughs> Disney needs their dollars.
2: Yeah. yeah. And so does Lego. And this is yeah. the, mm-hmm. the, the
1: gooey middle
0: <laughs> yep. yeah.
2: where they all meet and they go, let's get in the Parents' pocketbooks,
1: shall we? Clearly, you on. were never a fan of Transformers or GI Joe because literally those were walking commercials. Uh, they, yeah, yes. they
0: were. The laws changed. <laughs> Come on, yes. capitalism, baby.
1: Yep. Yep. All right. man. Yep. Well, yeah, exactly. Like all that's the thing. All of these shows were literally walking commercials. Um, well,
2: they had they had the the product before they had the shows.
1: Yep. Exactly, and the
2: the product drove the show.
1: Yep. Mm -hmm. So we keep seeing the training on Dagobah. Stuff happens. The peasants rejoice. She, um, as the X-wing is coming out of the. Uh, swamp and then he fails. BB eight is grabbed by a swamp slug as he struggles. Ray touches a crystal which opens the portal. The portal takes them back to Cor- the to the Kordoku temple. Ray realizes that the crystal is a key to the galaxy's past. Um that helps make a Jedi's future clearer. Rey thinks she can train Finn by traveling back in time to watch other Jedi Masters train their students. Rey convinces a reluctant BBA to follow her aboard the Trade Federation battleship um, where Master Qui-Gon and his Padawan Obi-Wan Kenobi are waiting to meet the Trade Federation for negotiations during the Naboo trade dispute. Kenobi is bored, but Master Jin tells him that the Jedi do not seek adventures. Just then, the Trade Federation floods the... The meeting room with gas, Kenobi yearns for adventure, and the two ignite their lightsabers. Um Phil, anything? I'm gonna go to your few first, Phil, because I want Angry Phil to keep coming out. I
2: you know, like we're going to just a terrible scene. In a terrible movie. Wait (laughs) like for me. Wait wait,
0: wait, wait, I, I will grant you a terrible movie? I thought this was one of the not terrible scenes. I didn't say good. I said not yeah, okay. terrible. All
2: right, I'll, I'll allow that. <laughs> oh man, it's, it's just—I don't know. Like, like it—it's—it's it's, no. It was cardboard the whole dialogue movie. I get it. It wasn't intended to be a huge dialogue movie by George. It, it's just again, I looked at this as cynicism because I'm like alright, there was a set recently with Obi-Wan at this age, and you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, yeah, this is just mining stuff for either future catalog or whatever, that they're gonna be a re-release, there's gonna be something uh, pulling on this, and it it, it didn't even feel that fitting for the lessons that she's learning.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there wasn't really a lesson here other than her going, oh, that was Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, it really reached like, at least with Luke and Yoda, there was do or do not, there is no try type thing. You know what I mean? Like there was a lesson that she observed and she stayed hidden. And in this one, she gets discovered. Yep. Mm-hmm. And right. then like, now we're into the back to the future kind of bullcrap, Right. Cause I'm like, well, how far can you go before you affect your future? <laughs> like, like
1: like, all right, so you, now, now we're
2: into complete
1: silly land. All yep. right,
2: we're we're just right. Ah.
1: So you brought it up. All right, Ray and BB-8 then traveled in time to Coruscant following the assassination attempt on Senator Padme. Uh, the two end up above the. Turbo lift carrying an older Master Kenobi and his Padawan, uh, Anakin Skywalker. Kenobi senses that Anakin is eager to see Padme, um, but he reminds him that they are on a mission. Kenobi tells Skywalker that he must be completely aware of his surroundings. Riggs is excited to see the older Jedi. Uh, BB tries to warn her not to let them see her, but the two are noticed by Kenobi and Skywalker, who ignite the light- their lightsabers, races high before turning the crystal and opening the portal. Um, then we are Rebel Alliance. We see Rebel Alliance X-wings launch their attack on the Death Star during the Battle of Yavin. As Luke and R2-D2 fly their starfighter through the Death Star trench, and BB-8 land in on the cockpit, interrupting Luke as he is trying to aim his starfighter's cannon at the reactor shaft. Skywalker hears the Force spirit of Kenobi telling him to use the Force. Luke pushes Ray out of the way as he tries to find his targeting computer. Just then. Darth Vader strikes R2 with a laser blast um, from his TIE Advanced X-1. Kenobi implores Luke to use the Force. Rey tells Skywalker to listen to his master. Meanwhile, Han Solo shoots Vader's escort TIE Fighter and damages Vader's TIE Advanced, causing it to spin out of control. Solo tells Skywalker to blow up the Death Star and go home. After firing a missile down the reactor shaft, Skywalker jets his Starfighter out of the Death Star. Uh, the Death Star explodes before Skywalker can thank Ray she travels back in time. Solo hears that over the intercom and tells Skywalker he is welcome believing that Skywalker was referring to referring to him um then we are back to the present and Ray tells BB8 that they helped Skywalker blow up the Death Star. Ray is excited and says this is their best life they ever Phil, What did you think?
0: The fuck did I watch? No, look. I before oh, we go Jesus forward, God. I need to note that Boris's recap made it sound like Hansel it was like, "Go home, Luke. Get yeah. the fuck out of here." I know.
2: The recap is killing me because Boris. I don't know where, like, if you found these notes or if you made them, because they're so much more factual than the show is.
0: It's a I mean, bit look, of both. It's just like the. It's the bear recap. I mean, yeah. It, look.
2: It is, but like when I do the Mandalorian, all right, I just watch it and then I make a note. Like it's a one-liner. And then I'm working from a memory of the thing.
1: Like a, You do realize a, a, that I am on purposely doing this because I know how riled up you are. Uh,
2: oh yeah. Yeah, because like this is like trying to lend credence, like validity to it. I know. <laughs> the, the wording and everything. And I'm like God damn it. She fucking like showed up in a cockpit and she went, Hey look, it's master Luke. Oh, ah. Bat eyelids, bat eyelids, bat eyelids. Oh, you're young and you're cute and blah, 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 blah. And then he's just like, what the hell are you doing to your lady? Get the hell out of here. And then this hand solo comes in and goes, take your shot kid. And then he fires. And don't you know your
0: master said, you use the force?
2: And then they use the force. And somehow these things magically go down the two meter tube that got wonderfully in rogue one. Right? And then she's like, I helped build the Death Star. Jesus. Like right (laughs) there. I'm like, all right, forty years of my life just undone in one foul swoop of a cartoon.
1: Wow.
0: Whoa okay. You sound a little bit like the (laughs) the how dare you ruin Marvel by adding girls crowd. Like I'm a little bit
2: like no, I I'm fine if it's a girl or a guy. Like that's not my issue. It's just it was just shoehorned in there. It just felt like the trailer. Like oh I say, everything that was in the trailer we're seeing right now for an action point.
0: Oh yeah, right? no, this uh, this 100% reeks of coming from. This was not made by creative people compelled to make this story. Yeah, this was a a a marketing team being like, here's the fucking checklist. Yeah, go it, through the checklist.
2: You know what comes out in January 2021? There is a new X-wing. Yep. And a new TIE Fighter model yep. from Lego that are yep. hitting incredible price points of 3999 oh, yeah. US and 4999 Canadian. And they look as good as the hundred dollar ones. Ooh. That's impressive. Nice. Yeah, it is it is crazy good. And I couldn't help but think that these models, because I've only seen the mock-ups mm-hmm. of the press release photos, which are computer generated models. I've only mm. seen those and I can't help but wonder if these are actually based off of those models.
0: Oh, interesting. That's a good point. More than
2: likely. Because they don't look scaled to when I buy a TIE Fighter. Like, I've got a Luke's TIE Fighter in my closet right now and I've got another one from Rise of Skywalker downstairs that I opened up to get Lando Calrissian's daughter out of. Um, Those ones go for about $120 Canadian. Yeah. And are about a 1,000 pieces. Yeah. These are half the price, half the pieces, and look to be similarly scaled. Interesting. Yeah. Like, like we have discussions about how the wings close. Yeah. Like, it, it really mm-hmm. gets geeky. And these are good models. Like, these are half-decent models. And the six-year-old, like, you know, the ages four-plus or six-plus, they're, like, big, huge pieces that snap together and have, resemble the shape. These are actually brick-built models. Right? Okay. So, I can't help but feel that this is all really, really targeted. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. And that's good. Yeah, I'm not complaining. I'm, I'm just from the
0: canon <laughs> side of things.
1: Hold on. I'm, I'm oh, a little whoa, 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 bit. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to call bullshit on you right there. You're not complaining, but let me complain.
0: Yeah, I'm not complaining. I'm just going to
2: complain. I'm pointing out that that, that exists. Yeah. <laughs> I'm complaining about the canon. I'm not complaining about the fact that it's a walking commercial because that's what I expect from Lego Star Wars. Yep. Exactly. It is 45 minutes of Lego commercial just like He-Man was, just like G.I. Joe was, just like Transformers was. Yep. That's okay. Except kids it's kids got to look at something and get inspired.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. You know, I often often we're going to get there. Um but the point I I was going to make a little later was that oftentimes these Lego um, series have that humor that is you know that's in your face children humor, entertainment for kids. But it also has something for the adults. In my opinion, this really didn't have the latter. It was just yes. a big ass walking commercial, and it, this one hundred percent. That's why I didn't enjoy it for us. Yeah, yeah.
2: this I- was this was my most uncomfortable part of that story because it was just kid humor. Exactly.
0: I would argue that they they tried to make it such that how do put this. They tried to make it such that um how do I wanna put this? That just nostalgia, they were hoping just nostalgia was enough.
1: Yep. Right. I can see that yes but it wasn't isn't that kind of what star wars has become hasn't it like anytime you involve the skywalkers at this point this is again goes back to my whole reason why i'm done with the skywalkers and i'm so happy that for the most part we're moving away from them um it's that it's literally a walking plea for nostalgia hoping that nostalgia is good enough and that's it you know and i think this is proof of that um, it's, it's also further proof that we need to move on from the Skywalker Palpatine struggle of power. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, man. Tyler brings up, you're right. You both are pointing that out. And that, that is the root of my dissatisfaction. Yep, It isn't that it's a walking toy ad. It isn't that it's, it's that the humor was missing the mark for me because yeah. it didn't have an elevated aspect to it.
0: Oh yeah, 100%. Th- this right? is this
2: was pure free freemaker Star Wars adventures. Exactly. This was aimed at an audience way below where I was expecting it to be when you title it the Star Wars Christmas Holiday Special. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like where you revive a 1970s defunct hard to find uncomfortable but celebrated Christmas special, and you say you're going to be embracing it for what it was, and then you serve this up in the first half an hour or 20 minutes. I
0: mean, I mean, the other side of it being that original one was just an ad as well. That was an ad for other bits too.
1: Yeah.
2: Yep. Yep. And it being the ad isn't the issue. It running away from what it pretended to be for me is a bit of a problem. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's now just this kids thing. The kid's not going to know that there was a 1978 fa- failed TV show with B. Arthur and, and you know, cartoons and mixed media and all this other stuff. The kid's going to know Lego. The kid's going to know Star Wars. This is challenging everything in them. Yeah. And that's okay because the nature of Lego is to challenge everything and emerge and to, to create and to build and, you know put Ray in the middle of that. It's just like the Lego movie, right? Yep. You know, Emmett can go anywhere and Duplo can be evolved and all this kind of stuff. So I embrace that part of it, but we're, we're kind of just pressing official star Wars canon people into an uncomfortable spot. We're not allowing any, any of the, the advanced humor or whatnot. And we're just doing obnoxious kid stuff, which is fine. Yep. But the thing yeah. is, is that as we're going to find out when Boris continues on, there are elements that they did incorporate later in the
1: show. Yep. All right. So back aboard the Millennium Falcon, Poe and his team are preparing decorations and lights with the help of Porgs. Um, however, Porgs uh, let go of one of the cables, which crashes into the ice. Um, a lot of. Kid humor around here uh, with uh, the porgs being, um, or well, the uh, the yip yip, the tip yip being scorched from the Millennium Falcon uh, exhaust. Um, yeah, stuff going on. <laughs> what
2: the heck is tip yip? I'm sorry, this one I didn't look it up. I did. Is look this it a canon reference?
1: Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I was like, this. I'm pretty sure is like. The old ways. Yeah, this is like some low-level bullshit. But yeah, I had to like really look this up.
0: It's like what when is um, up?
1: it's that thing that uh, they cook their version of turkey.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I thought as much. All right. Yep. I thought you know because do we have? Okay, it's coming up. Never mind.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I know, I now know how to make him. Has un- Star Wars forsaken you?
2: What's that? What was that, Tyler?
0: Has Star Wars forsaken you?
2: No, no, not at all. Yeah, I, 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 there, there are parts that I enjoyed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right so meanwhile on Kordoku Rey is excited um, because she wants to keep seeing the Jedi Masters BB-8 wants to go home but Rey insists on seeing one more Master and Apprentice for Finn Yoda warns that even though she did not know it her quest was fraught with peril um, and this takes us off to the second Death Star, where we see Emperor Palpatine mm-hmm. gloating over his trap for the Ion's Fleet above Endor. Uh, we have a back and forth with him and Darth Vader. Um, there was a joke about uh, call the name of Death Star Two, um, mm-hmm. and, and uh, yeah, Star Killer. Yeah,
2: yep, Star Killer.
1: Star Killer, which comes back later. Yep.
2: He... Yep, what a terrible name. Terrible name, Vader.
1: Yep. yep. So Vader wants well, to call it the Star Killer base, but the Emperor I, disagrees. Yeah. Uh, just as Ray and BB-8 enter through the time portal, Vader reminds the Emperor that today is Life Day. Uh, he gets a mug that says Galaxy's Best Emperor. Um, it's a very kind of like robot chicken relationship that uh, Vader and Palpatine have here. Um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, the Emperor hurls the mug through the portal, prompting Vader to complain <laughs> um, that he had to search. However, the Emperor is more interested in the source of the portal and sends Lord Vader through the portal. Uh, and then we're, yeah, you know, I guess we're going back to the planet of course, Me,
2: Lonty, you, getty.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: I was about to say, this was the closest I think this movie came to, like, a really good... Yeah, was that which was like you said? It takes from a chicken. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah that's yeah, yep. that's a good bit. Yep, exactly. there
2: is currently a set that goes for ninety nine dollars American <laughs> or one twenty nine ninety nine of the Death Star of this exact scene. Yeah. with the Emperor and Darth Vader with his special arm side printing, which was only available in one other set this year. Which was only available at Comic Con, which was canceled and can only get off of Lego.com, which they are refusing to support anymore. Ooh. Which would be the best bin duel. So oh. that's the only other way to get that version of Darth Vader picked continuously throughout this episode. Yeah. Because he's got arm so, printing.
0: Look, there's got to be one coming out, Phil. It's coming.
2: It's out. I'm saying another you, one. Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah. Vader from now on will have this printing, I would assume. Arm printing, yeah. though, is really weird with Lego. It's not always embraced. I like it's that. the most difficult of things.
1: You know, printing on the sausages, but yeah,
2: yeah, I, I thought this was fun. It was, it was funny. It was very robot chicken.
1: Yep. All right, so we're and, back on Coruscant. Yeah. Vader shows up, snatches the green crystal of Ray's hand. Um, there's a bit of a back and forth. She hurls the rocks at him, but Vader def- deflects it. Um, there's a bit of a back and forth between them, Uh, the two fight over the green crystal key, causing the key to open a portal, sucking them both inside, at this point BB-8 is left behind Um, they emerge at Echo Base during the Battle of Hoth, the two um, at this point we see two versions of of Vader, we see Vader from Hoth and Vader from I guess Death Star 2 um the past Lord Vader and his troops encounter the future Lord Vader. One of the snow troopers is confused, causing the past Lord Vader to force choke him. The past Lord Vader orders the troops to seize the base, but the future Vader tells them to seize the girl. Um, they, past Vader, exerts his authority. Bit of a back and forth here. Um, essentially, at one point, the two Vaders agree, and they both agree that they should go after Rey.
2: Yeah, one point of constructive criticism that I'd have for the animators at this point would be, I thought it would be really funny if Death Star 2 Vader remained with the arm printing. Yeah. And That's H- Echo Base Vader didn't have the Hoth printing. Oh, I that think that that would have been a nice touch. Because then it would have been like the two versions of Lego Vader and you could even go back to the retro helmet instead of using the two piece helmet that they currently have. But that's getting really geeky because it sits differently on the on the actual minifig. So
0: yep. that's actually they should be hiring you, Phil. I know. I'm just
2: saying, like that that was a that was a missed opportunity for for any Star Wars collector to for really get into that detail.
1: For such a marketing thing, you think they would have thought of that? The minor detail because it's such a minor they detail. May have too.
0: They may have. I mean, again, all of this reeks to me of this isn't even like, this is a very half hearted marketing effort. It's just like, what can we get out right now?
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah. And, and you know what really made me feel that way about it? I'm going to bring it up now. That is the constant refusal throughout, it became a joke within the episode, but the constant refusal to say that, well, the Emperor is not going to be the bad guy going forward because he dies. Yeah. Right, they keep yeah. on denying the rise of Skywalker's payoff, yet they're doing a ton of Rise of Skywalker stuff. I wouldn't you know, say they're. Ray's I don't say the I don't, orange.
1: I don't think they deny it. I think that they don't want to acknowledge it to Palpatine that yeah. number one he's not in power anymore, um, and number two that he comes back to life. So I think it's kind of like a joke Wait. where oh, we know what's actually going to happen, but you know f- we're not going to tell you.
0: Yeah, the yeah, I, is dramatic humor.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but it
2: didn't come off that way, because to me, when you watch Rise of Skywalker, all right, there's no doubt, and especially after this week's Mandalorian and whatnot, there's no doubt that Snoke was controlled by Palpatine in this Mm retcon-verse. Yeah. And that's what that movie goes through and, and establishes. Now we're trying to walk around it. Well, yeah, I think maybe it was, it's I, I for think it was the sake, sake of, of the of joke. Joke. Emperor.
1: I think it was for the sake yeah, of a but joke. Yeah, but it,
2: it was just a weird joke at a certain point, because I'm yeah. like, are they just denying it because uh. they didn't like that part of the movie because there's a big back, backlash to it?
1: I think you're or looking they into that. are denying it
2: for the l- character responsibility?
1: I think you're looking into that a little too much, but I do agree with you. Like, if this irked you as a Star Wars guy, how many other people did it irk?
2: It just played weird. Yeah. It just was a weird joke, and that I'm like, oh, well, wh- how does this land?
1: Like, it's not landing clearly to me. I was, to be honest, I was expecting a payoff to this joke at some point. Yeah. Um, But there wasn't. So, that's that. All right, we're going to move on. Feeling (laughs) weird. We are on Mustafar uh, with Obi-Wan fighting... Uh, Anakin who at this point Is now Darth Vader so they're dueling on the Platforms above the molten lava um, There was a really and, and maybe I skipped something Here but there, there was a real Missed opportunity for A higher ground joke that they Didn't go near
2: True. Sure. Yeah because there's currently A set where they battle on the <laughs> Mustafar Pieces <laughs> that sells for twenty four ninety nine. Oh it doesn't <laughs> sell for enough it's it's on the shelf it's a great way to get like damaged battle anakin minifig and uh and obi-wan and um with the new lightsabers that are frosted instead of clear
1: (laughs) i love (laughs) it really
2: bad how bad i know this but yeah it was it's directly lifted out of a current set that's at an entry point
1: yep all right uh all right that's why they did that (laughs) Alright, so then we go into Navarro, where we see Din Djarin and the child um, behind a wall as Moff Gideon, stormtroopers and death troopers uh, converge on them. Rey, the future Death Darth Vader, um, Kenobi, Anakin, and two snowtroopers fall through a portal spotting the child, Rey and Vader say he is very cute. Um, they open a portal in the ground taking some stormtroopers and death troopers with them. So a little nod to Mandalorian at this point.
2: Missed opportunity here and that the Mandalorian has a new set dropping in January where he's in full Beskar, and yet in this one he's not in his regular Beskar. He's in his episode one or chapter one
0: uh uh armor. I will say again, credit where credit's due. They were close to a decent joke again here. Yep. Yes. With it being it, um, with,
2: with the music and everything.
0: Yeah. Well, also the like, oh it's so cute. Like that is like part of the Baby Yoda shtick, and again, yeah, close to a joke.
2: Yep, yep. And and to further that point that I was complaining about, the new set comes with Baby Yoda, so thirty nine ninety nine uh-huh. Canadian. You can get Oof. Baby Yoda and have your dog eat it and poop it out.
1: Yeah. All right. So then we're on Tatooine with a nine year old Anakin as he's racing against Sabulba in their pod racers during the bunta Eve classic. I had to look that one up. Um, just yep. Then the portal opens and a snowtrooper and two stormtroopers land on Sebulba's pod racer. Um, you know, hilarity ensues. Um, the crystal is caught between the force field generated by Sebulba's engines, causing it to suck everyone in but the stranded snowtrooper. Um, so that's that. Uh,
2: yeah, and currently Lego are end of uh, end of line setting the twentieth anniversary of the Pod Racer that they depicted in this. So if you hurry to lego.com, you can buy it for a reasonable price and get an extra minifig out of it for the twentieth anniversary.
1: Ooh. Ooh, I love it! Okay. All right, so then <laughs> I are... think
2: that it's probably their poorest smell- selling set out of that twentieth twentieth anniversary line because that it's pers- a Pod Racer. So.
1: I, I love. I mean, I was the
0: joke of the only thing that did well about pod racing was that video game. Oh,
1: that yep. video game was awesome. That video game yep. was awesome. Yeah, I played that. It's on Sony old... now. Is it? Oh yeah, it is. I've yeah,
2: they it. re-released it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen. So it uh, it's, was the good video
1: game. yep Mm. All right. So on Sally Kami, the two clone troopers are around. They're complaining about traffic duty and quip about um looking, thinking, being blah blah blah, the same. Uh you have the bit about them being clones, so they kind of do stuff. Um they then Yeah, they're
2: the same person.
1: Yeah, they then ah, realize I they don't it? see Yeah. They then realize this they don't see Pod. Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> Two clone troopers realize they don't see pod racers every day, voicing their excitement as over the racer's sudden appearance in unison. Uh, They race after the pod racers like police. uh, Rey and Vader fight the clones, catch up with them, and tell them to pull over. Um, And yeah, then they are sucked into Exegol.
2: Yeah, I thought it was fun. Like, honestly, this part didn't offend me because it was totally absurd and it's it's making intelligent jokes. Yeah. In a way cuz that that's sophisticated somewhat but sophisticated humor, right? Like well, you know, they're they're finishing each other's sentences. It's almost like you you're the same person as me because they are. Yeah. Right, which is, you know, I thought it was it was funny. Yep. Yeah. All right. It's so
0: really weird. I thought this was the laziest joke.
2: <laughs> well, it, it, you know what? There's way more lazy jokes in this to me. But look, there, was, there was jokes that didn't even make, make any sense in the it's universe.
0: my turn to be the grumpy old man, Phil. Yes, you do it.
1: <laughs> it's a bad <laughs> joke. They're bad people. <laughs> Alright, so we're on Exegol. Ray attempts to summon the crystal, but it drains a portal in the whole of, an, uh, of a star destroyer sucking everyone, um, including a group of First Order stormtroopers in with them. Um This is when we are back on Tatooine, and an adolescent 19-year-old Luke Skywalker watches the twin suns setting over the Lars homestead while drinking blue milk. Portal opens up, thumping everyone on, desert, on the desert. Um... We see three versions of Obi-Wan Kenobi here. Uh, we see a legless Darth Maul uh, clearing his throat, getting ready for battle. Uh, we see both an older and a younger Han Solo. We see Greedo. Um, and a joke that actually did make me laugh out loud was the, you know, the who's going to shoot first joke that the Han Solos had. Yes. Uh, we see Clone Troopers, stormtroopers, Troopers, 4, First Order Jet Troopers, and Sith Troopers. Uh yeah. That's that. This
2: this was fun. All this right. was you know I I enjoyed this this whole little sequence. And here's the thing, Luke Blue Milk. If you pre-order the new Lego <laughs> video game, god, at EB Games, you get Luke with Blue Milk carton as a minifig special.
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah. So I have a genuine question. I searched really quick and <clears throat> Am I the only person who finds the blue milk like just not at all interesting? Because everyone seems to be obsessed with it.
2: Believe me, there are Lego groups rioting right now about the fact that Lego oh with God. blue milk is the exclusive minifigure, and they're like, what a waste. Like, it's Jesus. a reprint out of the set of the latest yeah. uh, Landspeeder set, which they seem to do every year. Oh, they, a- they got exor. And like all the, the pieces is a blue milk piece. And yeah. they're like, This is an exclusive minifig? Are you sure, Lego? And yeah, but the joke of it is pretty funny and the rarity of it, I guess, is appealing. But I didn't order it. <laughs> so crap. And, yeah, there's 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 legitimate Lego issue. And I'm sorry that I sound like a Lego uh, uh employee.
1: No, I'm loving this. But, I absolutely—it's it, into my you're calling it out
2: weird wheelhouse. It's in my weird wheelhouse.
1: No, I love this. This is this. This is making this tolerable. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> you have no idea how much I've been dreading this.
2: Honestly, guys. Okay, look, I can watch anything Star Wars. All right, like I can. You know what I did while watching this on the second time through? I felt really bad the first time through because I'm like, this really isn't fun. And then Boris was talking about doing this. So I started watching it again and you know what I did while watching it was redeem all of my 4k star Wars, blu-ray codes <laughs> onto Disney, download them onto my Google account. Cause I already have them on my iTunes account. And then I pre-ordered or I p- ordered a poster with my Disney point rewards of the freaking cat from captain Marvel, Marvel. Goose? Goose. I, mm-hmm. I ordered the full movie sized Poster of Goose. Huh. That's what I did. I redeemed 800 points for that. And I'm like, oh shit, Star Wars is on.
0: <laughs> <I love it.
2: laughs> All right. This show <laughs> constantly loses me.
1: Yeah. Uh, Ray and Lord Vader continue their fight. Uh, Ray remarks that, or Vader says that someone has trained her well Rey says that he has no Idea uh, Luke Skywalker asks Who they are they both recognize Him one as a young master the other As a son but he pretends to be referring to The twin sons of Tatooine um, Yeah that's that. oh. But funny It was in the trailer Yep. Uh, the two tackle Skywalker and the three of them get sucked Into another portal Alright um bah, 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 where are we? Alright, so we're back on Kordoku. BB8 is playing with his uh igniter. Uh, when the drop when the green crystal drops, um we then see Ray, Vader, and young Skywalker. Ray asks, where is the key? BB8 retrieves the key and he tries to roll away, but Vader gets it. Um he activates the portal, departs with it. Uh, Ray says that this is the worst life day ever while Luke drinks his blue milk. Uh, we're back on the second a Death mustache. Star. Sorry? He even gets
2: a milk mustache. Yes. A blue milk
1: mustache. Yep. Yeah. Alright, we're back on the second Death Star Emperor wants to go into the future, uh, where the Jedi are destroyed, the Rebellion is crushed, and they reign supreme, the Emperor decides to go 30 years into the future, um, so this is when we are introduced to Supreme Leader Kylo Ren, um, as he's fiddling, oh, this scene bothered me on so many levels, and um, so we see Kylo Ren. He's fiddling around shirtless uh, with <laughs> General Armitage. Huck stumbles upon him. Um, and it's a very <laughs> weird, awkward scene that happens here.
0: <laughs> it was. N- n- but look, I thought this was actually, again, one of the more clever jokes to make from the thing that, like, that shit happened.
2: I laughed because I, I thought it was a hilarious allude like, It was out of order with the Last Jedi, but the fact that the Last Jedi featured Kylo shirtless, Uh, and we all wanted to put his shirt on.
0: Well, I did not. Nope. (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) Mm -mm. Um, Climb that man. Step (laughs) on my neck.
2: I was just like, you know what? Mm. This is weird for Star Wars. This is a little too hunky. But okay, whatever. Too each their own. Is this just too like um, Star Wars? Doesn't do that. Wow.
1: Hmm. Oh lordy, lordy. Well, unless it's Princess. Yeah, Leia. right. You can't. Unless it's Princess Leia. You Can't have.
2: Fair, about fair. You can't have both ways. No, you yeah. can't
0: have it only one way. You got to have it both ways.
1: All right. So the
2: emperor. But I, Co- I still thought it was a funny little play on things.
0: Oh, I, I, I really enjoyed that bit. That's actually one of my favorite parts.
1: Yep. Yeah. Oh. Agreed. All right, so, um, eventually... Kylo Ren hears Vader and Palpatine. Uh, The Emperor tells Kylo Ren that they came through a life-day miracle. Kylo Ren is excited to see his hero, uh, but Lord Vader is unnerved by how obsessive of a fan he is. Uh, Kylo tells his guests that he just made himself supreme leader, but the Emperor wants to know if he actually rules the galaxy in the future. Kylo Ren decides to update his guests about history, Um, but at this point again, the Emperor keeps telling him to put his shirt on. So that's the end of that scene. Thankfully, uh, we're back on Cardoku. Yeah. Uh, so- Cowards. <laughs> was, was there something?
2: Was there something to read into the fact that Vader and the Emperor in a closet? Oh, is the best. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: amazing. <laughs> oh, this episode's gonna get all the listens. And you guys get to field all of the emails. Um,
0: There's
2: nothing wrong with that. I'm okay with
1: it. I'm okay with it, too. (laughs) I can't continue anymore. All right. So we're (laughs) back on Kordoku. Luke asks where they are and who Ray is. Um little back and forth here, we're going back to the future where the Emperor learns the truth about his betrayal and his death at the hands of Lord Vader Um, so this is essentially when he decides that Kylo Ren is going to be his new apprentice and screw Lord Vader um Mm -hmm. uh, yeah Kylo Ren lies he's gonna screw Lord Vader (laughs) 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 oh my god Uh got him uh, Kylo Ren lies about um that he killed Snook. Uh he said that he would never throw his master down a reactor shaft. Uh the Emperor activates the time portal with the crystal and invites Kylo Ren to change their destiny.
2: Uh I did enjoy the fact that they killed Snoke on screen, Lego form.
1: <laughs> and in what set can you buy this in, Phil?
2: Oh, the Snoke set. The Snoke one is pretty hard. You're, you're you're bound to like two different sets that are out of production now from Last Jedi. You'd be looking at, there'd be a Snoke in the Imperial Star Destroyer, which is well over $250 now on the used market. Brand new in box. And you're looking at Snoke uh, throne room. Yeah. Those are the only two sets that you can get Snoke in. But I did enjoy the fact that the torso just kind of tumbles off the throne.
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs> I that, that was, was really cute. funny. Alright, so we're back on Kashyyyk. Chewbacca's hungry. The family is bored. There's a back and forth. Call Karl- Rissian shows up. He gets a new blue cape. He's happy. Yada, yada, yada. Anything else you guys want to add there?
0: Wasn't it a shawl instead of a cape? Wasn't that important?
1: Uh, uh, maybe? I didn't... Uh-
0: uh, I do uh, want to note yes. as well that um, uh, uh, Rosemary Trans' character had more lines in this than it. Yes, oh, yeah.
1: you're so right. <laughs> oh man.
2: And and I'll give props to I don't know who the actual voice actors were, but I know that Billy D. Williams did actually do the voice acting for Lando. Yep.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So. All right, and so the we're... other
2: people were competent. I'm, i have seen some internet outrage on Ray, and I'm like, really? You're, you're getting lost. through the fact that Ray's voice is different. Not that she's freaking Lego, but <laughs> hey, I guess.
0: We're I would argue the bigger people. issue. If you were to get pissy about that, I would argue the bigger issue is that Ray's personality is not at all the same. Like it's just a different yeah. personality entirely. Yeah, yeah. If that's what you're mad at.
2: Yeah, but they were, like, really mad that the, the voice acting wasn't on point. And I'm like, sure. That's, like, the last thing I'm going to critique. Like, what, is it female? Yes. Does it have an accent? Yes. Okay, it gets a pass. Like, this isn't, you know, canon reproduction. This is yep. exactly, to your point, she's completely out of character. Yeah. She's just having
1: fun. <laughs> I, I think you just gave up at this point because I feel like this would have enraged you a little more. <laughs>
2: No, I, I I just read a couple tweets about it and right. I just thought it was funny cuz I'm right. like Really, I didn't see anybody dying on any hills for this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So we're back aboard the second Death Star. There's a uh, back and forth between Palpatine, Vader, and Ren. Um, Emperor decides to dismiss Vader. So he tells him to go fetch Skywalker from the forest moon of Endor. Um, Vader uh, agrees. Kylo Ren does warn him that there's no coming back from this because he essentially says, well, this is this kicks off the actual events that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh Ray we're back in Kurdoku. Ray realizes that she's been very reckless Yoda speaks to her and materializes in spectral form Ray tells Yoda that she failed to teach Finn and to stop Darth Vader and find a way out of there. Yoda responds that all teachers fail and says that he endured in teaching Luke on Dagobah. Ray says that It's different, but Yoda reassures her that she can learn from her current failure. Um, All right. And essentially says that, you know, to be the better teacher, she needs to realize her mistakes and fix them. Um, Anything else you guys want to add there?
0: This is sweet. No.
2: Yeah, they're trying to find that. The redeeming quality that brings Christmas to Christmas. It's
0: a little yes. bit cute. Like, it wasn't, you know...
2: Yeah. It was fun seeing Yoda.
0: Oh, Ray. Yeah, Fuck up, you are not.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. So the, here we are with the final action scene. Uh, so we're back on the second Death Star. The Emperor asks if Kylo Renner understands the plan. Um, yeah, essentially here... Uh, Ray comes back. Uh, Ray and Kylo Ren engage in a Liber Save duel. Uh, Ren gains the upper hand and hurls Ray against the wall. Emperor cheers. Uh, Luke yells that no one hurts his friend and hurts a carton, hurls a carton of milk at Kylo Ren. Uh, the fight ensues. There's a couple funny stuff happening here overall. Um,. Guys, and anything you guys want to talk about here and during the fight? Because essentially, it's just like you know, it's your your typical end of story fight.
2: Yeah, it's your climax. This is maximum
1: maximum Lego. Lego. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
2: This is this is all the
0: sets.
2: This is it's in the toy box now.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: Yep. It's off dad's shelf.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of back and forth. Uh, yeah. Emperor falls down the shaft. Yeah, via that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, all right. Emperor
2: so the- decides to re- recount his entire life. I'm going to be a good guy now. Yeah. He's a very robot chicken.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's a very robot chicken. Well, it really was a thoughtful gift. Yeah. Exactly. Alright, uh, so that's pretty much it.
2: Ray we- puts all the shit back together back at the stupid temple and goes back and realizes that life day is meant to be enjoyed with the family and the friends, not on some bullshit adventure.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So Ray takes the younger Skywalker back to Tatooine. Um she puts everything back. We go back to the Millennium Falcon on Kashyyyk. And everyone is happy, everything is good. Order has been restored to the galaxy. The canon hasn't been completely fucked up apparently. Um and that's uh pretty much it. Happy life day, guys. Hey, like
2: I'm looking forward to life day too. Like or more of these, to be honest.
1: Yep. There's
2: got, there's shit that's gotta be sold, man.
0: <laughs> Are you do you even like Star Wars? Like what is
2: I just want something to complain about next year. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just pretending to be happy with this. I've already professed the fact that it could, couldn't even hold my attention for the 44 minutes that it aired. All right. That's fair. You know, this, but I'd love to see him take another shot at it. Like the, the sheer existence of this whole Christmas special thing or holiday special is an affront in a way to the original Lucas apprehension about it and dismissal of it. And I find that that uncomfortable space is a fun space to be in. Yeah. Yeah. So that that would be why I didn't encourage it to let's have another go next year. And secondly, you know what? If they would have just stuck to what it was supposed to be, instead of trying to do this, and I know this was done to sell sets, and probably subsequent ones, if they do them, are going to be are geared the same way.
1: Right. But I feel
2: I would have really liked them to just be together and just see those characters together. Yeah. Even though I don't really care about them, but
1: I feel you could (laughs) have. done the whole marketing campaign the selling of sets without kind of going through your history and your canon and kind of messing things ab- about um, and changing key things that would obviously anger a lot of uh, hardcore Star Wars fans. I think there was other ways to approach this um, and, and still yeah. sell a set and make something entertaining uh,
0: yep. Counterpoint Yes. Counterpoint mm-hmm. I think that they're trying to establish that Star Wars as a brand is is not as oriented towards the person who is obsessive over canon, yeah. and this is the next foray in that direction. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, but they've been doing it already.
0: Like I said, next foray, not last foray. Yeah.
2: But they, they've they've been existing in this space quite well. Yeah, And it's not being a fan service area. Like guys like me will watch it and just get a laugh out of it because of its absurdity. Or like I say, that double entendre humor yeah. where you can get something out of it. This missed the mark on that front for me and a lot of, in a lot of the narrative, but it's still fun. I I'm, I'm it's, I don't care about the Canon when I'm watching this really, if anything, I'm enjoying the debate in my head about how, absolutely ignorant of it that it is. And yep. that's kind of fun. Like yep. in a good mood, if I'm review, if I'm watching this in a happy mood, then yeah. that's what it is. But when we're doing it like this, I feel like there's an expectation that I'm going to have to take a side. And it's going to be interesting. Cause I know fearless Fred's going to do a review of this episode. Yep. And I'm wondering what his take is going to be. Cause like ours is salty as shit. <laughs> no,
1: yours is salty as shit. Mine. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I
2: felt like I needed no. to be that way. No, no, no. I agree. I agree kind of with attention. you.
1: I overall didn't like it. I probably wouldn't watch this again. I would watch this with a kid, you know, just because <laughs> it's something to watch. But it's not anything that I'm ever going to pay attention to and watch um, for its entertainment or canon or storytelling value.
0: Yeah. Huh.
2: I wouldn't rewatch this for the hell of it. Yeah.
1: How
0: about you, Tyler? That way. Where, do, where do you stand? I... I mean, I think I'm less against it than you guys are. But also, like, I think I was so much more like, oh, this is just, like, over-the-top marketing. Yeah. Like, I think I was I was more in that headspace. Um,
1: and as a result, I was just willing to be like, sure, fuck me up, fam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. Um, I, I went into this with zero expectations, and I came out with zero... Um, entertainment so like you know i didn't lose anything i just lost a little bit of time time i would have been spent playing ps5 you know so it was what it was
0: i i have no need or desire to watch it again but i also am a lot less like I don't feel like I wasted the time, if that makes sense. I'm like, oh yeah, this is an okay way to
1: spend yeah. forty five minutes. Yeah, that's 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 where I'm at as well. Like it's it is yeah. what it is. It was it's, yeah. it was what it was. Like, poof, whatever. Uh, not, I whatever.
0: Not not the worst thing I've ever done.
2: I was I was talking to Boris, and I'm like, do you want me to catalog the sets that they're trying to sell? <laughs> like I don't think it would be very compelling listening. You know, like oh set number seven zero four seven. Details for blah, 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 blah. Includes these characters seen in this scene. Blah, blah, blah. We get the idea just off of my top of my head off of what's going on. And that's okay. You know, Lego's got to sell sets. I don't think that they're having a problem. Like, to be honest, I'm seeing weird stuff right now out of Lego.
0: What What do you mean by you're seeing weird stuff?
2: They cannot. Like, first of all, they outraged the fan base because they had a Nebula B uh, scaled, um, micro-scaled Nebula B freighter, which is the one at the end of uh, Empire Strikes Back that Luke's on for the the hospital, yep. forget. Yeah, 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 So they have those made out of Lego, but it was for the San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. And they only had 5,000. Oh, yeah. That we can tell. Yeah. And they all got bought by Amazon. Check out. And they're being resold for insane amounts of money. Like, oh, yeah. $30 each. And now they're $120 all over eBay because somebody went in and bought 700 on Amazon, and then what they did, though, was they continued to accept pre-orders from fans, mm-hmm. and then oh. they canceled all the fans' pre-orders. Oh, yeah. Saying that they no longer had stock because they sold <coughs> them all to the bots. Mwah. Chef's kiss! And that is now happening on the battle pack with the uh, those ones that I'm picking up at Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. So those are now being refunded and back orders are being canceled on a current production set, which I've never seen. Wow. Because at least with the Nebula B freighter, it's a limited release and we all know it. This is a regular production set and people are submitting screenshots on Twitter showing that Lego are canceling their pre-orders. No back order. what's
1: happening or are, are there just more collectors um and and the scalpers for lack of a better term are just kind of hopping on this or like is there a specific thing that's sparking this
2: i think it all got sparked with the um with that set that i have behind me that i haven't built yet the uh the bespin set because we saw that go for 39.99 or 49 canadian and it vaulted up to 300 dollars. And we're not talking vaulted up to three hundred dollars on eBay. We're talking about it vaulting up to two or three hundred dollars on BrickLink, which is owned by Lego, okay. which is a controlled marketplace. So that's yeah. a real price. Yeah, that's what people are buying it for. Okay. So yeah, the minute that that happens, everybody gets interested because they see returns. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So now they're absolutely killing Lego's website with advanced bot purchases.
1: Yeah. Yep. Is this an anomaly, or does this happen in waves? Like, is this the first time it's ever happened, or can this
2: is the first time that I've ever seen it happen like this? And most of the YouTube people I watch, this is the first time we're seeing this happen to a current production set. Yeah, we we we've seen it where sets sell out, like the Cantina sold out. The reason yeah. why I know the Cantina is going to be back in stock is because it's a five hundred dollar set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and it's just a run by LEGO VIPs. Which is normal. All right. So on these big, these big play sets like that and the UCS sets, it's not abnormal for them to run out. And then we have to wait for a resupply because they have to build all these parts and it's 22 minifigs and it's, it's a lot of custom pulls. Yeah. So they have to re, like, cause they can only use the pulls so many times and then they have to recast it. Yeah. So we get there's production challenges on sets like that. It's weird to see it on a $40 set that's where it's unusual because those things should be mass produced out the wazoo. Like they, they should be in full-time production. Like to be honest, I was expecting the Sesame street set to be completely not available. And I'm, I'm just waiting until tomorrow, black Friday, because then I get the Charles Dickens book for Christmas, which is, looks like a nice Lego set, but your minimum buy-in is $150 Canadian to get that set for free. Yeah. So it's pretty steep entry point. But yeah, I'm like Lego is a really weird place right now. It's I'm hoping that they can overcome. And as well, I think the pandemic has put a lot of demand on the product.
1: Yeah, well, it because gives my understanding something to do is do at home, right?
2: Yeah, my understanding is that parents want to buy Lego for kids because it's a toy that's replayable. Yeah,
1: you know what's actually very hard to find, and I can tell you it's hard to find because not hard per se but you actually have to dig a little to find it and that's kind of lego loose pieces in regards to like just a general you know 500 pieces of legos that come in like that that box or the or the suitcase um because that's what i bought my my littlest nephew um he loves lego but i see no point in getting him a set because he's not going to follow Mm -hmm. the instructions he's not going to want to sit around with his parents or his older brother to follow instructions he just kind of builds stuff out of his imagination Um, so he does that with the sets that he already has so i see zero point zero return on Spending like you know a hundred bucks yeah. on a set versus 30 40 bucks on the loose 500 loose pieces or whatever that uh, what however many they come right so um Check it's Walmart just, tomorrow yep yep
2: because exactly. they have I was I was in Walmart tonight and they had a mountain of them there for thirty nine
1: ninety
2: nine. there you go which there you go to be $16.95 come Friday yep exactly Ooh, or 19. Wow. Uh, one year I bought like six of them. I bought like 10,000 bricks. It was the most bricks I've ever bought at one time just to give them away for Christmas gifts to, to fam like kids. Yep. It was like, here's a box of Lego. Go have fun.
0: Yep. Exactly. So. Checks out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This is the time of year, like exactly right now is when this shit comes out. Otherwise, rando sets of Lego pieces are almost impossible to find. And now Lego is changing. And they have a whole recycle program so you can send your bricks back so they can recondition them and then redeploy them naturally for free. But you know, they're, they're getting valuable pieces back. They're taking damaged pieces out of circulation and they're recycling (laughs) pieces. And then as of next year, I believe next year, at the end of next year, they will no longer be using plastic bags in the boxes. Ooh. (laughs)
1: That's huge, actually. I was thinking of that. Everything will be paper bags. I was thinking of that because last year when I built my uh, Batmobile, my Lego Batmobile, um, just the sheer amount of plastic that came in this like 500-piece set or whatever it was, was ridiculous.
2: Yeah. It's like the absolute worst plastic in the world. Yeah. So this is going to be numbered bags that you can open up and pour the Lego out and do...
1: What's your build. Yeah, okay. So what's the speculation if they are going to non-plastic bags, they're going to paper bags, wh- is there any speculation on pricing? Is this going to affect the pricing in any way? I
2: at this point, I don't think that there's an increase in pricing. The the only other change that I've seen innovation-wise with Lego is that all of their plant pieces now are made out of organic plant pieces. Right. So they feel like plastic but they're actually made of plants. Very interesting. Very so they're interesting. trying to become a more eco-friendly company because they know on the flip side, their entire foundation is anti-environment with the, with the plastic production. Yeah, exactly. So they're trying to get this recycling program up. They're trying to do all this stuff to have a better reputation environmental-wise. Right. Which is great. You know, like I, I think it's progress and I think it's progress that needs, because honestly, to your point, I build maybe, you know, 30 or 40 sets a year and pretty big sets. Mm -hmm. And the amount of boxes that I fill with just that plastic is bananas. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I put the the plastic back in the boxes and then I start compressing it and it doesn't compress well. It's, Mm -hmm. it it eats up a ton of my recycling space. Like if, if, or my garbage space or whatever, like every, it, it occupies space. I can't believe mm-hmm. how much space there is. But as a Lego collector, I try to save the boxes. Yep. Yeah. Because that's part of it. Because even if you build it, then you can take it back apart, put it in the Ziploc bag, and then put it in the box, and it reti- it, it will hold some nostalgic value for
1: people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very so, yeah.
2: cool. It, it's, a whole, it's a whole thing, man. Yeah. Minifigs, because minifigs are not action figures because Hasbro owns the rights for Star Wars action figures. Yeah. Yep. Minifigs don't get classified as action figures. But that that license expired because the license was actually for play sets that Hasbro bought that company so they inherited the license but the license expired this year. So we think LEGO will be able to make Star Wars minifigs available independent because up till now, every minifigure comes in a set yeah. for Star Wars. Yeah.
1: Whereas DC, you can just buy DC minifig. Yeah, I've noticed <laughs> that. I've noticed that. That's, you know, this is a conversation that I hope that we can expand on. We are hoping to have a Lego special where we bring in people to talk about kind of the industry, um, see trends, see where we're going and whatnot. So, you know, thanks, Phil, for kind of filling in that piece right now, that part right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was on topic.
2: <laughs> it was on topic. Yay. It is a we pun. Lego.
1: Yep, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so there you go. That is the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Um, if you want to let us know what you thought of the show, Phil, tell our awesome listeners how they can get a hold of us.
2: So, certainly, you can hit us up on our website at www.itscanonpodcast.com. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at itscanonpodcast. You can email us at show at com. Sorry. You can subscribe to us via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, Amazon. Really, anywhere you find podcasts, you're going to find us. And if we're not there, let us know and we will get there. So thank you so much for listening. Be sure to click the subscribe button and also leave a rate and review for our show. It would be greatly appreciated. So look forward to seeing you out there on the airwaves.
1: All right, we have a ton more specials to come because we are running our 12 days of Christmas that will lead us into our Christmas special. Um, So more news on that this weekend on episode number 25 of the It's Handed podcast where we will tell everyone exactly what format we're going to use, what we're going to be reviewing, what we're going to be talking about. Um, So make sure to tune into those episodes. Guys, do you have anything... Parting words.
0: I'm Go for it, thriller. Phil. Oh, I'm looking at Phil. Everybody. I'm like,
2: I'm You're like, safe, everybody. Enjoy your oh, Lego. We lost don't- Grumpy Phil. Yeah, I'm happy
1: now. because it it's <laughs> over.
0: Any- <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to watch it until next year when we play shot for shot with that. No, oh. I we need to
1: come up. With Actually, I can make a really
0: game. good drinking game yeah there's got to be a good drinking game for that actually
1: yeah oh yeah it is yeah. the it's canon podcast and you were listening to the lego star wars holiday special as i mentioned we're gonna have a lot more specials soon uh, but that is everything that's a wrap guys they are phil tyler and i'm boris good night There you go, Phil. You're free. <laughs>